former co-workers collide in the podcasting world. I don't know where to go with that. Um, <laughs> welcome welcome to the Billy and T-Hat show, the very first episode. I'm T-Hat. And I'm Billy. And we are doing this, in this age of COVID, we're doing this over Facebook. Um... So, yeah, how have you been? Hey, I've been pretty good. Uh, surviving this was started out as a toilet paper apocalypse, and now everyone just staying at home, I guess. <laughs> I, see, I have to stay home because I'm immunocompromised. So, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so, I see all my friends, and they're hanging out, and they're tubing, and they're going fishing, and they're going to bars and stuff. And they're posting it on Facebook, and I'm like, I wish I could be there, but my health is more important. Yes, and I think you have to draw a line somewhere where you say, you know what, it's best for me just to stay home or not. Like, to me, I, I'm not a bar person anyways, but that's just asking for, like, I think that's a really high-risk place to go. Yeah, it, it's one of the worst places to go. Um, So, I am... In the dating scene. And oh, boy. <laughs> it is terrible. Like, if you guys don't <laughs> yes. know, I'm gay. I'm part of the LGBTQ community. And I think you, you straight people have it better than us. Because um, you guys have, like, a wide variety of stuff that you, you like. Um... Whereas in the LGBTQ community, you're pigeonholed. And um, that sucks. It you sucks know, actually, really bad. I would like you to kind of, because I've, because, you know, I work with people and I respect people from different backgrounds, but I would like to know a little bit more about um, kind of what you deal with. Because for me, with dating is finding that connection with somebody. Some people say they're ready for relationships, but then what they're doing, what they're saying, completely different so that's where my challenge has been is just finding that someone i connect with so i don't i don't know what kind of, i just i'm curious to hear what kind of um experiences or struggles uh you've had with that see as a gay man it's kind of like remember when we were children and we had those things where we put the square in the square hole we put the star in the star hole yes dating is dating as a gay man, is kind of like that. It's, you know, putting people together that not only connect, but match. Um, and what that means is, I'm going to get a little sexual here, but um, a top and a bottom are two verse people. Um, that's kind of how gay dating works, a 
bottom and a bottom doesn't work out and a top and a top doesn't work out. So I would be okay. I would be what you consider a bottom and I'm looking for a top, but I'm on a couple of dating sites and oh all I'm getting is bottoms that want to talk to me and get to know me and they're like twinks and you know, you know like I'm 38 and I get like 18 year olds that hit me up and it's like I am nobody's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's the thing too is um, my friend and I were talking about this actually the age gap like I'll be 30 in November and I would say you're a lot of times people have age limit they say like okay a 10 year so like if you're 40 you wouldn't date you wouldn't want to date someone under 30 or above or above 50 but i feel like it depends on the maturity of the person and like you said your op dating options are already limited dating sites you have fake profiles and you have all that other bull to put up with so i think it's already hard enough so i can't even imagine because i might have hundreds of people on there you might have it might be less than 100 people, you know, that you could potentially match with. None of those people, compatibility, you might have one or two if you're lucky. And so I think dating sites are awful. I, I'm more of, I would rather meet someone in person and talk and like meet at a restaurant or something like that than going on dating sites. I just feel like my luck on dating sites, the last two women I've dated have been on date. I've only had two girlfriends, but they both been for dating sites and they're good people, but we just didn't have the, um, long-term compatibility i was looking for you know so yeah uh i understand that um because a relationship takes two people who are connected who work together to make it work um yes and sometimes you just can't get that that chemistry going online you have yes. to get it you have to get it uh in person and one person gives up the relationship's gonna end doesn't matter how much one person can carry the whole relationship you know my uh, aunt actually one time told me it should be like uh rowing a boat where both people are putting the same amount of force and energy the boat moves along perfect but if you're if you're the only one rowing the boat you're gonna spin in circles and it's not gonna end very well and uh, that's kind of where i feel like i'm at right now so i've actually taken a break from dating and um i really you know, uh, I just feel like that's where I'm at right now. I got my own part back in January and went out on my own again and kind of picking myself back up. But I think that uh, I'm eventually going to get back into dating. But right now, with all this stuff going on, maybe it's not the best time. Yeah, dating during COVID is not ideal. Um, and see, as a gay man, you run into um, situations where... Um, you have quote-unquote straight men who want to try something out and, you know, you're a friend or somebody they met online or whatever. And those have been my relationships. Every relationship I've ever been in was behind closed doors because... Okay. See, they, and that sucks because you should be proud of who you are and, like, where you come from and what you bring to the table. And if you don't have someone that you're dating that's like that, I think that's really, really difficult. It is. Um, I've never had a relationship that we've been out and about with it. Um, and so every relationship I've ever been in ended when they found a girlfriend and that's what they wanted. <sighs> so it's kind of like, okay, you know, push me aside. That's fine. Um, 
it breaks my heart, but you know, at the end of the day, you gotta get over it because you knew what you were yeah. getting into when uh, yeah. you, you know, were getting, you know, having a relationship with somebody who's in the closet. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you one uh, tip here, and you know, I mean, you're like you said, you've been dating longer than I have, but I, I don't, I mean, we worked together for a while, but I will say this. You're a good person, and my thing is, don't um, settle. You deserve someone that's going to make you happy, and, and I, you're a very dependable person. So I feel like you're always there for people, but they're not always there for you. So maybe you need to find someone and say, "Hey, what do you bring to the table?" and really look for your equal, because I feel like a lot of times it's very easy just to settle for the first option, or you know, when you feel like you don't want to be on your own, you kind of look around in the wrong places for date for a partner. And I think that I was there for a while where I underestimated myself having low self-esteem. People like, really? I'm like, yeah, I just like, I'm funny. I joke around, but I, I deal with humor to get through stress and everything. So I feel like, uh, I've settled at times. And I think that now it's like, okay, I don't want to be arrogant, but I also want to be confident in myself. So I think there's a fine line you have to draw there because I don't look at myself as better than anybody. But, you know, but sometimes it's easy to doubt yourself. And I think that can you can draw uh, you can attract people that maybe aren't necessarily the type of people you really want to be with. Right. And, you know, that that just kind of opens my what you just said kind of opens my mind up uh, about um, where I'm at relationship wise um that was actually excellent advice uh so thank you for that um moving on <laughs> i don't okay, want I mean, this I mean, we could we could talk about it i mean it's one of those things okay do you feel like where do you go next are you gonna stick with the dating app or are you just gonna kind of look around a little bit see what your options are and kind of go from there or where are you at where how do you feel about everything right now when it comes to dating I don't really know yet. Um, okay. I, what sucks, what sucks is, especially, you know, in the dating world, because I know straight people go through it and gay people go through it. Um, you can establish a connection with somebody and then the next day they ghost you. Like, oh, they're that. off social media, they're off the dating site. Like, yep. you can't contact them. It's like, what happened? And, like, you did nothing wrong, and they, they just maybe aren't good at communication, or there was one little thing, or whatever. But I've had people that I've had really good compatibility with. We've talked, we've texted for a while, and then we're planning a date, and then I just don't hear from them. It's like, okay, you know? I mean, if it's one of those things where, hey, this came up. Um, can we reschedule? Yeah, not a problem. I'm pretty easy going with that kind of stuff. But yeah, when someone ghosts you and there was nothing you did wrong, you didn't say anything to offend them. It it just they they don't want to be honest with you and just say, hey, I'm not feeling it. I'd rather have that than someone just say, yeah, I'm just ignoring you from now on. Exactly. I would rather because I'm that kind of person where if I'm not, I'll, I'll have a conversation with you. But if I'm not feeling it, I'll let you know. I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not a date or two. Yeah, I'm not a jerk by ghosting people. I think that is one of the most cowardly things you could do to somebody. Um, yes, just I have once, and there was actually a good reason for it. But I, I don't know. I don't think we. I don't really don't want to get into it too much right now. But at some point, I will 
share that story with you. And it's really interesting, actually. Oh, okay. All right, then. Um, so I have a question for you. Sure. Go ahead. Speaking of dating and all that, well, it really doesn't have anything to do with dating. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. You are, let's put you in a situation. Okay. You are getting ready, and I know this is unlikely, but mentally picture this. You okay, are getting ready to have a bikini wax. And <laughs> there's going to be a team of three people doing it, three celebrities doing it, but they're all drunk. Who would you... Oh, God. Who would you trust? Wait, drunk? Wait, yeah, they're drunk. So God. which which three celebrities <laughs> would you trust to give you a, a bikini wax drunk? Good God. Well, I, what, I, I say this, I'd almost want people that are either going to be chill or that they drink enough to where they're kind of used to it. It doesn't phase them as much. <laughs> right. Oh, God. I don't know because, you know, you're more self-conscious, obviously, when that's going to happen. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, they're drunk, so they're not going to remember it. Okay, okay. Um, because, well, okay, what, my first choice would be someone that's blunt and to the point. I think Anna Kendrick, she, I don't think she would, I think she'd be just whatever. She's very blunt, doesn't give a shit. So I think that would be, that would be a choice. Um God, I don't know. This is so difficult. I've never really thought about this. Right. It's one of those off-the-wall questions. And just to be fair and honest to you, I'm going to ask you something like this every episode. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fun. Um, Okay, so Anna Kendrick, um, Adam Sandler, because at least everyone's going to be laughing. Well, everybody but you. (laughs) Yeah. I know I'm going to be sitting there in the corner crying afterwards and they're going to be like, what's wrong? And then Betty White, you got it. Betty White, Betty White is the best and she is good with all kinds of situations. And I feel like seeing Betty White drunk and doing that would just be the most fun sight to see. (laughs) Betty White. That's interesting. That is interesting. She's someone I'd want to hang out with for a day just to like get inside her head a little bit. I She's I don't think she'll. Things. I honestly don't think she'll ever die. I I think <laughs> she is. She seems so healthy at what ninety eight. I think I heard she drinks the blood of young people and that keeps her young. So I I don't know. Uh, that could be. <laughs> that could I be. I love these hypotheticals though because in that situation you would just be so uncomfortable. But at the same time, people go do it all the time. You know, it's like. Uh, something that I guess people could do. Well, okay, so I'll answer my own question. Okay. All right. Um, I want somebody who is going to be empathetic and um, gentle. So I would pick Ross Matthews. Um, okay. if you, if you remember, uh, intern Ross during the tonight show with Jay Leno, Ross Matthews, um, I would also do, 
um, Carson Kressley from uh, the old Queer Eye. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but the name sounds familiar. Um, I think people talk about the show a little bit. He was also on Dancing with the Stars. That's where I've heard that name. I used to watch that with my grandma a little bit. Yeah. Um. And you know what? I'll go with Betty White. See, I'm telling you, like, she could almost fit into every scenario. Like, who would you go dance in the woods with and have a seance? Betty White. Or do some kind of weird blood ritual. You know, Betty White's name's going to be Jack Black. Those kind of names are going to come up. I'll try to come up with a question. I, I like I like that. Well, what if that's your kind of, I guess, segment each time is a question, and maybe I do something different just so we have a little variety in there. I like it. I like that a lot. Okay. So... You wanted to talk about movies, so let's get into that. Okay. Well, I was going to start off by saying, um, you know, superhero movies I thought was going to be just a trend that didn't last a while. But I think as long as the stories are good, people are going to keep going. And honestly, I look at the calendar this year, and my most anticipated movie has got to be Wonder Woman uh, 1984. Um, Do you... How do you feel about the superhero genre in general? Do you think it's going to fade at some point, or do you think fans are just going to keep pouring into the theaters to watch these films? Oh no, um, I I don't think superheroes will ever go out of style, and I say that because we have a history of superhero movies from like the seventies and the eighties and the nineties and the two thousands, and now that you know, 2010s, and now 2020, um, superhero movies stick out. Um, Superman, yeah. Superman, Batman, um, Spider-Man. Um, yes. I feel like uh, Wonder Woman was mo- probably my favorite DC film just because she kind of stands for everything we used to stand for and what we are, I think, trying to get back to in some ways. But people are just so overly critical of everything and they can't even go and enjoy a movie without breaking it apart and tearing it apart. But I feel like with those movies, most people are still giving it, giving those kind of movies a lot of praise. And I don't think it's a fair question when a female, um, does a superhero movie, um, when she's the superhero, I don't think it's fair when reporters ask, well, did you wear underwear? Like, what does that have to do with the movie? I see, I would be more interested in, like, what do you do to get into character? Or what do you guys do in between takes? Like, you know, the cast, because the cast seems like they have good chemistry, especially with the Marvel films. I've always wondered, what are they doing in between takes at Avengers? Like, that. I don't want to know about relationships. I don't want to know about, I want to know the fun stuff. Like, what's the favorite candy on the set? That kind of stuff. You know, just like the fun, easygoing respectful questions like if me personally i've always wanted to be an interview for like celebrities i would want to ask things like i would say at the beginning hey i'm an interview if there's any question i ask that makes you feel uncomfortable or it's too personal we will edit it out and we'll be in the interview because i feel like you should have a level of respect at the end of the day that there are people and uh, you shouldn't be crossing personal boundaries like cool tom cruise went to Disney, but you don't need to follow him. Tom Cruise went to the bathroom, and I think it might have been a Taco Bell based on the South. You know, I don't need to know all the details. <laughs> you don't need to follow these people around. They're, they're people at the end of the day. They have the same desires as the rest. And in fact, in some ways, it's more challenging because with that fame and wealth, 
you don't know who your real friends are and who's just trying to rub off on you and get something out of you. So yeah. I just get tired of the disrespectful questions. I've seen people walk out of interviews because like Robert Downey Jr., they kept asking about his past and he's like, Hey, are we going to talk about now or are we going to move on? And I feel like there's a line and what kind of, I mean, yeah. Did you wear underwear? Why does that matter? That has nothing to do with the quality of the film and it has nothing to do with being, in, you know, with that character. Right. Um, I saw that interview with Robert Downey Jr. And I, I would love to sit down and interview him because he's done, yes. you know, superhero movies and he's done other movies. And my main question to him would be, what's the difference? Why do you like doing superhero movies? And what, you know, what, right. what about the other movies? Um, which so do you I'm like to do better? What I mean, you know, which do you like to do more? Yeah, because he really took Sherlock Holmes' character and I think really did a good job with that character as well. Yeah. Oh, I got one for you. Who's your celebrity crush? Because that's something that always comes up and it's always interesting to hear who it is. So we are talking movies like actors, actresses. Who would your celebrity crush be? If you can go on oh. a date with a celebrity. I have so many. Give um, me three. Three. Uh, three. Chris Evans, number okay. one. Um, but I heard he is a difficult boyfriend. So I don't know. I might go on a date <laughs> or two with him. Um, the the Hollywood rumors, you know, they they circle, they circle yeah. around. Um, John Cena. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to see your date. That'd be kind of annoying. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Um, and my third celebrity crush that I would go on a date with, you know, there's so many and I, right now I'm blanking. Um, hmm. And the first person that comes to mind, you already said Evans and Cena. Those are two very popular, obviously famous actors that are really, they stand out from, I think, the rest of the crowd as far as just the way they carry themselves. So I could see you being attracted to that sort of confidence. Right. Um, I hate to say it, but Chris Pratt? You know, yeah, he seems like he'd be a fun person. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think he would be great. Um, there are a lot of Hollywood actors that people go gaga over. I, I don't see the appeal like The Rock. I would say Channing Tatum is probably. The oh, one Channing I hear. Tatum. Let's replace Chris. Uh, Chris, what's his name? Not Evans. Um, Pratt. Pratt. Let's replace him with Channing Tatum. There we go. Okay. Okay. No, I, I I can see with him. The Rock, I think what it is with The Rock is the charisma. He The way he carries himself, he can walk into a room and take it over. He just has that presence, I think. Yeah. I mean, now, I'll, I'll answer my own question really quick, but go ahead and make your, go ahead and what you say what you're going to say about The Rock. Um, I mean, he... I don't know. I, I just, I'm not attracted to him. And That's fine, man. I think he's a good person. He's a guy I'd want to, hey, I want to go hang out with a day with The Rock just to see his 
crazy routine. I know the guy works out like three or four times a day and takes really good care of himself. I think it'd be cool just to spend a day with the rock and kind of learn kind of more about his life and just like how he, how he handles that schedule. He would be intimidating to spend a day with. To I me. Think so he'd be, it would be like a uh, Bravestone from Jumanji. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm going to answer my own question really quick here. Um, Sophia Carson, talented, very good actress, very good singer. Emma Watson, because just because of her intelligence, and I feel like she would be someone I could carry on a conversation with and really be just amazed by. And then Anna Kendrick, she's very blunt and just doesn't care. Right. And those are uh, three great options that I could see you see you going with. And it's not just for looks. I mean, yeah, they're pretty, but I feel like there would be a lot to them, and I would want to learn more about their like everyday life. Like, yeah, we see what you, you know. You're an actress, but what's your everyday? Like Emma Watson's always standing up for people's equality, and I respect her as a person just because she does stand up for, um, I think, for women's rights and just for equality for everybody. And I really respect her for that. Uh, that that's that's amazing. Um, She's I, actually created her own dating. I don't know if you read about this. She actually created her own uh, relationship status. It's like being in love with oneself. Like she she feels like that she's been through the dating stuff and hasn't really found anyone she matched up with. So she's just always trying to improve uh, herself in every aspect. So that's kind of like her mentality on things. That that's that that is a good point because you know if you can't be in a relationship with yourself, if you can't love like RuPaul always says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Yes, and it takes a while. I feel like it took me. Um, you know, I ta- I was in Danville for a while. I taught there, didn't really work out, didn't like it, so I, I stepped down from that. But it took me. I'd say a couple of years. And there are times where you can doubt yourself, but at the end of the day, I'd be able to say, you know what? You have to go. If you like somebody, go for it. Worst things can happen. They're going to say no and you move on. Not a big deal. Right. That And that's, and that's perfectly fine. And I respect, I actually respect people who say no. Um, who, yeah, who turn me down? No to people, and it's nothing that not nothing against them, nothing they did wrong. It's just they were not the type of person I was interested, in, or there wasn't any common ground established. They say when you're asking someone out, you have to have a reason. You have to have at least something in common. Like, oh, you both like Mexican food, you ask them out for Mexican. Oh, you both like bowling, you ask them to bowling. If you've never, if you don't establish that, I mean, sometimes you bump into somebody by chance, and it just so happens that there's you. You ask them out, they say yes, then you go on a date. I've seen that happen before, but. I feel like you have to establish some sort of uh, connection. And I think some people don't realize how important that connection is. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I keep it simple. I'm very straightforward. I don't, you know, I hate when people don't tell you. I'm, I'm very, I guess, straightforward with stuff. So it's like, yes or no. You know, I don't have a gray area there. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's respectable because you're not leading them on. You're not saying, well, maybe, you know, we can link up and see what happens. Um, if you're not interested, then just say, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, you know. Exactly. And, I, and you know, I make it clear, like, I'm not interested. You know, it's nothing against you. It's just I'm not interested. Or maybe sometimes people just aren't. Um, in the right place. Maybe they just moved and they need some time to find themselves again. And so you have to respect that too. 
I didn't intend for this to happen, but our whole episode has been about relationships. <laughs> I, you know, it's a struggle for me and it's a struggle for you. And I think it's a good topic talk because I don't think there's a definitive answer for anything. I think it's very complicated. People make it so complicated. It shouldn't be. It should be a simple, you go out, you see if you have a little bit of chemistry on some stuff and then, you know, you either go on a second date and I think sometimes you find I've been on some dates where we we respect each other but we, and we knew each other for a long time, just had nothing in common, not nothing that was going to like, oh, we like the same team for like baseball team, but nothing else in common. It's like, man, that's difficult if you don't have the important things like um, I, I and the long term goals isn't something you talk about on the first date. I don't feel but after a few dates, you kind of learn about someone's long term goals. And, you know, I've been on some dates where it was like, oh, they were atheist or. Oh, they, they, um, had so many, they liked, like maybe we worked together. They liked the same people that I didn't like. And I liked the people they didn't like. So that was just rough. (laughs) Yeah. That, and that does play a major part in relationships. It's like, who are you hanging out with? Who are you telling about me? You know? Um, right. Cause I'm, I guess I, I'm more friends with the nerds and the, um, People that are a little bit more outspoken, but I don't like douchebags either. That like I, I worked with some people that they were like, "Oh, check out that woman! Check out that woman! Look at her butt! It's so nice!" I'm like, "Yeah, but like, can we just move on?" It's like, "What? You don't think she's cute?" It's like, "Yeah, she's cute, but I'm not gonna sit there and stare for five minutes either. Like, you have to respect him as a person. Go talk to her. You know, like right. that's another thing is you have to you can't treat a person like an object." unfortunately that happens so much oh that that and that happens in the gay community as well it's like you know that's what the only fans uh site is for is for you know you're paying for porn basically you know but it's not it's not famous actors or anybody that's well known that's on those sites it's oh, people okay. it's people that you would follow on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, I gotcha. So is it like just basically people follow them or how does that work exactly? You subscribe to their channel. Um, they set a price and you subscribe and basically you get to look at, you know, videos and pictures of, you know, them naked and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's I, I don't I don't understand the appeal for that because like you said, there is porn out there. It's not like you have to pay to for that, but Yeah, there's free porn out there. Don't subscribe to OnlyFans. Um <laughs> But realize porn is not real life. You know, no, don't it's learn not. people try to take that and think that's what the relationship is gonna be like. It's like, no, you're not gonna have all that you know you're not gonna that's not gonna be how it plays out and that they never get the damn pizza that's what always makes me mad like where's the plot they're always waiting for a pizza it never shows up and it's like man this is awful who wrote this crap (laughs) (laughs) right or or the classic well i can't pay for this so is there any any way else i can pay like come on (laughs) be a little more original Right. You're you're not watching people. Those who watch porn, those who lie about not watching it. Yeah, everybody watches porn. 
everybody watches porn. Um, yeah, you might have those rare people that don't, but and it, I mean, it's not like you know. Now, some people do have a problem with they watch it every day, like they watch it so much that's all they every day, and then I think they have a harder time with relationships because they don't realize that sex isn't going to be what it's like on those videos. Right. And, you know, people do get addicted to porn. And, yes. you know, it, it kind of, porn kind of destroys your imagination. Because... Well, when you're Googling carpal tunnel at age 30 from porn, you know, there's a problem there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it does destroy relationships, though, I think. And your idea of relationships, because you see all these things happening and so your imagination runs out because you've already seen it all yeah um that that is a problem um two things number one i want to promise to our viewers um our viewers our listeners that <laughs> um we're not going to be talking about relationships every episode. This just no. happened to be what the topic was. This is what it morphed into. Because when we came up with the idea of the show, I said, I didn't want any formats. You bring what you bring. I'll bring what I bring. And we'll collaborate. And sometimes the show will work. Sometimes it won't. Um, so it's trial and error right now. But, um, yeah. yeah. And number two, I don't know if you know this guy, um, Brendan Schaub. Do you know, do you know of, uh, Brendan Schaub? Brendan what? Schaub. I have, I do not. Okay. He's a former UFC fighter turned comedian. I met him in St. Louis. I want to say a couple years ago. And I asked okay. him, I was like, you know, cause he, he hosts many successful podcasts. Um, and I asked him, I was like, what, what's your thing? And he's like, you have to find a, a niche, you know? Um, and at that time, he said, you know, why don't you talk about relationships? Because I told him I was gay. He's like, you know, there's... Um, that right now, there's nothing out there for gay people to talk about relationships. So maybe that's your thing. So I tried that and it didn't work. Um. <laughs> I, th I think it's good for like an episode every now and then because I feel like you deserve to have a platform and for it not to be frowned upon or shamed at. You're a regular person. Okay, you're gay. That doesn't mean you're less of a person. It means, hey, I prefer the same sex. That it's You could still have a healthy relationship. You could still have... Uh, happy family you can still have all that just people don't i feel like people are so quick to judge and i'm, I'm glad you're comfortable enough talking to me about it because there are things that I, I'm, I'm very open-minded when it comes to learning about things but i feel like uh it's important for everyone to have a platform so you know maybe our niche is hey we talk about a variety of topics and just see kind of where it goes and have fun with it exactly and that's what i envision for the show um and that's why I only wanted you and maybe one or other one or two other people on. I didn't want a huge show. Um but I put you I build you first. <laughs> so No, I you, appreciate that and I was shocked because you were one of those people that I always liked I liked you at work, 
but we didn't get to talk a lot because you know how it was. You were on the register all the way across the store and you were gone before I knew what was going on. And so we never really got, we didn't really get to know you, but I always thought you were a good dude. Like every now and then you, I'd pop up on a message from you saying, Hey, how's it going? Just to check in. I'm like, okay, cool. This guy is still out there. He's still doing okay. Like I, so it, it was, it was really surprising to me, but it's also been a really fun opportunity, I think, and experience so far. Yeah. And you said you've always wanted to do a podcast. So here we are. Yeah, here we are. And, you know, it's a matter of just doing it, you know, and I, I would love to hear from um, listeners and just kind of like maybe some questions, some Q&A. So I mean, maybe one day we can, when this COVID stuff and we have the vaccine and all that, we can maybe do an episode of this podcast in person. And I think that'd be really interesting. Um, That's actually the plan. Um. Because uh, you you're still you're in Springfield, right? I'm in Hillsboro. Oh, um, so I'm about 50 minutes from Springfield, roughly. Okay, well, so not I go up there. I tend to go up there and grab dinner like every two to three weeks. So it's not like I'm super far. I will probably be moving to the spring. I live in Lincoln right now, and okay. for those of you who do not know, we're talking about Illinois. We both live in Illinois. Um, I am planning. Texas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am planning <laughs> to move to Springfield by the end of the year. So awesome, man. Hey, well, let me know about um, just like moving and stuff or setting up a studio. Maybe we could maybe we could mess around and figure out something. Right. Um, that'd be great. And, you know, I graduate school in December, so I'm planning on oh, doing something in Thanks. Um, I'm planning on doing something in January, so we could probably do something in January um, with the show. But um, I think I think the show will be uh, wildly successful because I bring in a certain crowd, you bring in a certain crowd, and um, you know our crowds will mix. Well, it's- it's weird, man, because I like my sports and my wrestling, but I also like the nerd stuff, like the gaming and the Marvel and so and Riverdale, mainstream, Vampire Diaries. So I'm into all that stuff. So people are like, wow, you like a little bit of everything. It's like, well, that way I don't get bored. When you have a variety of interests, it's really hard to get bored. Right. And, you know, we're both nerds. We, we yes. share that in common. <laughs> um, I'm a music nerd. I am an international really? music nerd. Um I love my Eurovision. I love my, you know, European pop music. I love my, you know, European TV shows. Um, Have so, you watched uh, In Betweeners? No, I haven't. It's a British raunchy comedy. I've seen the movies. I started watching the show, and it's very, very sick like of teenage uh, comedy. But, anyways, that's cool. But I would like to learn more because I like. I want to go to different countries in Europe and it would be cool to get familiarized with different music from other countries, I think. Cause really I listen to a lot of stuff from here and I'm kind of ready to experience new music. So yes, the music scene here in the United States is very <laughs> lacking, <laughs> but um, I think that's a great way to end the show. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to our first episode. We're going to try to do this weekly. It just depends on Billy's schedule because I'm laid off until I find a job in my uh, career field after I graduate. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. I think this is just a fun opportunity. Like he said, we're, we're not really going to have a, you know, format. We might just have a few bullet points we're going to bring up. But like today, we, we're going to talk about movies. We talked about relationships. But hey, you know what? I feel like it was something that you needed to talk about. I needed to talk about and something we could go down the road a little bit further in the future, you know, with, with another episode at some point. Yeah, we're going to make um, an anchor.fm page um, so that way we can be uh, broadcast uh, on many platforms. We'll make a Facebook page. Um, I have not made that yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll probably make that after we're done taping this. And um, yeah, that's it. So uh, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.